Well, welcome back to the Cordell and Cordell and Men's Divorce uh, video and podcast. I'm Scott Trout, CEO and managing partner of Cordell and Cordell. And as always, we continue to bring you the latest information as it relates to COVID-19 and how it's affecting guys before, during, and after divorce. As we know, this pandemic has uh, really uh, left everything on the table in terms of its uh, impact on family law. There just isn't an area in which there are issues that we can't talk about. So uh, as we continue to bring you that information, as you know, we're always available for telephone or virtual consults. Uh, we are available in person where permitted, but health and safety is a priority for us and for you. And so we'll just have that conversation about what works best for, for the both uh, the firm and for you. But you can find us on the web at cordellcordell.com or give us a call at 866-DADS-LAW, 866-DADS-LAW. Uh, before we get into it, as always, I start off with a disclaimer that this cannot be taken as an attorney-client relationship or attorney advice because your facts and circumstances vary significantly and it would alter our recommendations and, and obviously the discussion that we would have. So as why I start out with uh, seeking uh, consultations with an attorney, this is what this is designed for. It really is designed for you to take some notes, to have some talking points, and to seek out an attorney, especially now uh, in this pandemic when we have so many issues. So I'm joined by one of our Cordell and Cordell attorneys in Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you, Scott. So, you know, uh, we have... We want to talk a little bit about the real estate market and what's going on. That's kind of one of the topics that we haven't addressed yet, which is so pressing. Uh, we don't know, you know, things have come to a halt. You start seeing some slowdowns around the country and want to talk about that. But first and foremost, can you kind of let everyone know that's watching what's going on with the court system in Las Vegas and across Nevada? You know, is, is it available to file? We hear, you know, generally when we talk to lawyers, closed. And we just don't know what that means in Las Vegas. So. Yeah, so very good question. We're actually fortunate here in um, Clark County specifically, um, where e-filing has been around for quite some time, and they've continued that. Um, our, court, our courts are closed, so to speak, in the sense that you can't physically walk in there. Um, absent a temporary protective order, those, if you um, specifically ask the hearing master, they are doing in-person ones um, upon request. But absent that, everything is done either via Zoom, blue jeans, or uh, just simply telephonically. Um, and everything has gone pretty smoothly. Um, I've had quite a few hearings over the past, uh, shoot, it's been a month and a half, I think now. Um, but everything goes pretty smoothly. Um, the judges have found a way to address uh, the clients and uh, counsel specifically, so there's not uh, over, you know, speaking on, on top of one another on these hearings. But um, we're still able to file new divorces. Uh, we filed quite a few uh, brand new cases and we're able to file motions. Most of our judges, so as in, I would imagine any jurisdiction, each judge handles things differently, um, even though they've been given the same marching orders. Um, so each judge is handling certain things differently in regards to trying to keep their calendar intact and hear all motions. Some of them are postponing them a few weeks to try to see if they can, uh, have the hearings take place, or at least the more intense ones in person. Um, we do have two of our judges that are actually still holding trials via uh, Zoom and Blue Jeans. So, wow, yeah, that it seems like you know, at, having spoken with 
I'd say two dozen, maybe more of our attorneys from across the country. It seems like Nevada is far more, you know, progressive in terms of being open. I mean, you go to New York where they wouldn't even accept e-filing, down to San Diego where you can accept it potentially, but nothing's happening in the court system. They're afraid to even use Zoom. Uh, to Missouri where you may have some, you know, conferences, but only on an emergency basis. And so imagine that, that you know, accepting obviously Clark County and maybe across Nevada, the stacking of these files is, is going to be unbelievable uh, in terms of clogging the system. So that's good news to hear for guys who need to take action, need to file, have some sense of comfort knowing that it's not gonna be forever to necessarily compared to around the rest of the country. That's good news. So let's talk a little bit about real estate um, and just how it impacts guys and how it's affecting, you know, whether it's a you know, divorce and trying to understand. And my understanding is um, you've kind of got some information about the rebound of the market and what it's supposed to look like and the kind of different types. I know I've mentioned, uh, I think two weeks ago in my national webinar in the virtual town hall, it's what I refer to as either a U or V-shaped recovery. And that's important for guys to understand. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I think in general, um, with speaking to all of our clients, um, and I think talking to my colleagues uh, within our firm, there's a consensus that a lot of our clients are a bit worried in regards to you know selling their home or how that's going to affect the divorce, because for a lot of people, that's their biggest asset. Um, so if equity plummets, you know, obviously the entire divorce could, um, you know, the negotiations could change. The good news in our market is that um, it seems as if there are still are houses being sold, houses being listed for uh, listed on the market. People are actually still buying them. There are protocols in place where, because um, I know in uh, I, I speak very frequently to attorneys in our California office because um, California and Nevada kind of mirror each other usually. Um, and in California, there's a lot of, um, the realtors are required to wear masks, full gloves, booties, the whole nine. And sometimes that scares people. I mean, it's a bit, you know, frightening to do all that. Um, in Nevada, it's recommended, but it's not required. Um, so of course, depending on how your thought process is, it could be easier to show homes without all of these burdens. Um, so it's good for our clients. The, the homes have dropped in value a little bit. I mean, everyone um, knows that's going to happen, but by and large, they've kept their value. And um, the good news is in regards to, to what you're talking about, the V-shape, it looks like we're going to bounce back pretty quickly. Um, so it'll, it'll, you know, it'll, it went down pretty quick in regards to how much it did go down, but sh it should bounce back up just as quickly. For some dads out there, the coronavirus pandemic has become a pretext to limit access to their children. Other dads have been pushed out of key decisions affecting their children's lives. If you're one of those dads, Cordell & Cordell is here for you, as always, but with expanded services. We can meet you in person or by video conference on weekdays, evenings, or weekends. Our goal is to step up our service to meet your needs now. You know, you mentioned this is oftentimes the largest asset that is outside of a retirement account and, and used, maybe you can talk about how you used homes and the equity and negotiations because that's important because typically guys are saying, oh, we just need to sell it or someone needs to take it. And maybe how is it important? Why is it important to guys to consider the equity and the asset and how to trade it maybe for something else? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a very good question. So a lot of people um, that, especially men, if they earn more than their wife, are um, on the hook in a divorce in regards to um, potential alimony, potential child support, um, if they own businesses, any other payments that they're going to have to make out of pocket. Well, in our market specifically, um, the, the economy may take a little bit longer, unfortunately, to bounce back just because we rely so heavily on tourism. So a lot of our um, a lot of our citizens may be out of work for longer than some some parts around the country. Um, now, to tie that back in, in regards to your question of the equity in the house, it eases a lot of people's mind to say, well, let's talk about horse trading, for lack of a better word. Instead of paying out of pocket every single month for alimony or any other thing that you may have to pay, maybe you forego your port, your some portion at least of the equity um, and, you know, of course, we make sure that all of this is equal, but it gives them some sort of, um, you know, they can, they can breathe easily knowing they won't have to fork out so much money every single month when they don't know if that income's going to come in. Yeah, I think it's huge. Now that with the tax change that happened, that no longer allowed maintenance or alimony, spousal support to be tax deductible, that really changed the way that we negotiate. And I know I have traded uh, equity kind of what I thought is we're buying our spousal support in a lump sum. And we kind of looked at it by saying, okay, we'll give you all the equity in the house uh, rather than just paying periodic maintenance mm -hmm. and being on the hook for something. I think the biggest concern uh, for, for example, Missouri and every state's a little bit different. There's just either closed end or open end of maintenance or alimony closed end, meaning defined term it's for a period of months or years and then open-ended, which is just forever subject to modification or remarriage. And I think that's always the danger and exposure for guys is they think I got to pay every month, you know, in the first of the month for the rest of my life, you know, and if she's smart, she'll never get remarried because then it terminates the maintenance. And, uh, you know, I'm basically her, her support forever. And many guys just can't, you know, swallow that notion of having to write that check every month. And so there is some advantage. Now you have to look at the time value of money, the asset, look at the after tax effect, but there is opportunities to, especially in the market right now, where you could say, maybe you just give an asset where they think it's more valuable than it really is in a market right now. Obviously the market will recover, but we're looking at current values. So I think it is important to really have a conversation, maybe retain, uh, don't you think retain an expert, a real estate agent to try to give you some ideas of what the uh, market's looking like and comparables? Absolutely. Um, and I just, I actually was dealing with a case a few minutes ago um, in regards to the wife getting an appraisal on the home um, and it came back quite low. And like we just discussed, obviously the market has taken a, a little hit, um, but I, but I advised my client almost immediately to go get, um, you know, hire an expert, get a second appraisal. Um, don't take anything for face value, you know, with what the other side says. Um, so absolutely. And I think there are other assets that tie into this as well in regards to retirement accounts. I mean, I think we've all seen retirement accounts take a big hit, um, but it may be, like you said, if, if it's a, um, we know it's going to bounce back. So if our clients yeah. have the time to, to wait around, it may be good to have that in, in the discussions as well. Yeah. And I think one of the things I always caution my clients, or at least to think about is, is if I'm going to either keep an asset, I try to you know, uh, convince the other side to reduce it by commission because ultimately I have to pay a commission on the sale of that, whether it be four, five, six, or 7%. I try to factor that number in. And then we also have to, if you're thinking about retirement accounts, which I also have done, I've given, or, you know, we, our clients have given 75% of their retirement to buy out maintenance or to buy out spousal support because they have certainty. You know, uh, typically 
from a judge's perspective, I've heard, you know, your client can just make more money. I know that's a terrible message, but the point is, is if he's always been the, the, the wage earner and wife has always been at home or vice versa, it is important, but you have to think about the net tax effect. You know, that asset may be sitting in your account and says 500,000 or 100,000, but that, you know, you have to take out a tax effect at some point because when you withdraw, you got to pay gains, uh, you got to pay normal income. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that Cordell and Cordell is we have a, a tax and benefits department that can analyze that. And I think that's key for guys out there, especially, you know, when they're thinking about dividing their retirement. Um, but I do, uh, I think it's important, especially now when everything's down, um, don't you think that when it comes to retirement, this is a really good opportunity to start really hurrying and trying to negotiate a settlement while if their divorce is pending or not? Absolutely. Yep. And yeah. that's exactly what, um, that's exactly what I've advised all of my clients. Um, and it, it's been very fruitful. I've had so many cases settle since, um, since the shutdown and it, it has multiple benefits. Obviously that, you know, the, the stress is gone or at least most of the stress is gone for clients because they want their cases over. Um, but there are financial benefits to it as well. Yeah. I always, you know, you, you, you buy low, sell high, but right now in a divorce, why wait till the rebound? Why, why wait till you're making more money? Um, you know, take an asset that you know is going to grow, perhaps, and maybe it's that that a stock account or some sort of retirement account that you know. It, it's just those are one of the things that we've talked about in this virtual town hall on Thursdays, and that is take action, start thinking, meeting with a lawyer, just start strategizing. Maybe you haven't filed yet, but maybe it's time to file. Time to think about how to divide your assets and what is making the most sense for you. And so I think that's critical in bringing up, I think this is a great opportunity uh, to talk about this real estate market, talking about what to do. And so thanks for bringing that up. It's really good information, kind of updating everyone, not only in Nevada, but across the country. Thank you, Scott. So as always, uh, continue to seek out the counsel of an attorney because right now uh, is a good time to just have that conversation. It uh, doesn't mean you have to move forward, but does mean that you should be advised and, and, and updated as to kind of what your rights are. And especially if you're one of those 33 million that's unemployed and you can't afford your child support uh, or your spousal support, you got to take action now. You've got to do something in order to stop that bleeding and, and really understand your rights. So you can reach out to us at CordellCordell.com or 866-DANS-LAW, and we can uh, handle that virtual or uh, via telephone. So continue to tune into our daily podcast. Check out our town hall on Thursdays, which is a live broadcast and gives you an opportunity to ask questions live and get answers from the panel. Until next time, have a good week.